Welcome to the Hustle Sanely podcast, a show that equips you to get organized and boldly pursue your wildest dreams. Around here, we believe it is totally possible to pursue our goals without feeling burnt out, overwhelmed, or sacrificing our mental health and relationships. I'm your host, Jess Massey. Now let's get into today's episode. Hey, hey, and welcome back to the show. As always, I am so filled with gratitude that you are choosing to spend 20-ish minutes of your day with me. So thank you again for being here. I have been completely blown away by your response to Patreon, and I cannot believe how many of you have already signed up to be Hustle Sanely BFFs. We're only five babes away from hitting my July goal. And y'all, it's only April. In case you forgot what month it is because I know sometimes I'm like, girl, what day is it? What year is it? What month is it? Like, I don't know where we're at, but we are already about to break the July goal, which is absolutely mind blowing. I'm so excited because next week I'm going to be recording the bonus book club episode. So all my hustle singly BFFs get ready. Okay. Anyway, you're amazing and I'm grateful for you. That's the point of that. (laughs) So to start off today's episode, I want to ask you a few questions, okay? So number one, have you ever felt like you don't deserve some of the success that you've experienced? Number two, do you hold back from going after opportunities because you don't feel good enough or equipped? And number three, are you afraid that people are going to find out that you have no idea what you're doing? If you answered yes to any of those questions, you might be struggling with imposter syndrome. And girl, let me be the first to tell you that you are not the only one. Did you know that 70%, that's right, 70, 70% of people have an episode of imposter syndrome at least once in their lives? That means for every 100 people, 70 of those people have struggled with feeling like a fraud, which P.S., I will totally link the article from Medical News Today where I got that statistic. Also, another P.S., like I always remind you, I am not a medical professional, okay? I just Google things a lot and I do my own research on a lot of things, but if you're seeking true professional medical advice, this is not the place to get it. So just want to throw that out there. But what exactly is imposter syndrome? Let's talk about it. Dictionary.com says this, it's a psychological pattern in which one deals with the persistent inability to believe that one's success is deserved or has been legitimately achieved as a result of one's own efforts or skills. So basically, it causes people to doubt their achievements and fear that other people will view or expose them as frauds. I personally have dealt with imposter syndrome multiple times in my life, and I'm going to share two more recent occurrences with you right now. So the first one was when I got into grad school for speech language pathology. As my acceptance letters were rolling in, I was like, wait, hold on a second. They know that they're letting me in, right? What if they find out that I'm not really as smart as everyone else in my classes? Or what if they figure out that I have absolutely no idea how to be an SLP? Well, 
First of all, I worked my booty off to get into grad school, you guys. It is hard work to get into an SLP grad program. So yes, they did, in fact, mean to let me in. I had to get certain grades and certain test scores, and I had to write an epic letter of intent. I had to ask for letters of recommendation from some of my professors. And second of all, of course, they don't expect me to know how to be an SLP. I'm a student learning how to become one. So that is my first experience of like truly experiencing imposter syndrome is when I got into SLP grad school. And then the second scenario when I hardcore struggled with imposter syndrome was when I dropped out of grad school, kind of ironic, I know, to pursue Hustle Sanely full time. I had two thoughts that were swirling around in my mind on repeat, and I'm going to share them with you. The first one, people are going to see that I don't know how to own a business. Am I even capable of owning a business? How do you pay taxes? <laughs> Thank goodness I have an accountant and my taxes are paid regularly, so don't worry about that. <laughs> and then thought number two that kept swirling around in my mind. Yo, I am not a graphic designer or even familiar with legit design programs. How do I think that I can pull off being a planner designer without knowing these things? People are going to learn what I'm using to make my planners and they're going to hate them because of it. The reality of that one, my graphic designer friends are blown away by what I can do with such non-designer friendly programs. And they always tell me that if I actually learned how to use programs that were created to design things like planners, that I'd be dangerous. So see, no one thinks that I'm an imposter. I'm the only one thinking that. They recognize that I'm doing things in a way that works for me and that I'm open and I'm honest about sharing my journey. You can't be an imposter if you're being true to yourself. All right, so we know the problem, rude AF imposter syndrome. Now, what can we do about it? I came up with three things that you can do when you are struggling with imposter syndrome. Number one is own it. Lean into what makes you stand out and know that growth is a process. I know it's kind of a long one, but bear with me because it is packed with goodness, I promise. So I think it's really important to own things that we're feeling instead of pretending that they don't exist and kind of just like burying them away. Things don't just disappear. We have to address them. Exploring why you feel like an imposter by asking yourself tough questions like, why do I feel like I don't deserve this? Why do I feel unworthy of this? Why do I feel like I'm not capable of this? Asking yourself those kinds of questions allows you to figure out what is actually causing you to feel inadequate. So example, I mentioned that I was fighting imposter syndrome when I started doing Hustle Sanely full time because I felt like people would look down on me for not using, quote, real design programs. You guys, that's not what happened at all. You know what really happened? People asked if I could teach them how I make my digital planning products because they don't have graphic design backgrounds, but they have always wanted to make worksheets for their classrooms or planning pages that suit their family's needs or ebooks that get their expertise into their customers' hands. Because I owned being a designer who uses non-traditional programs to make my products, people reached out asking if I could create a course teaching 
teaching them how to do that too. I leveraged my skills as a beginner, not formally trained designer to boost confidence and create a desire to learn in other people. You guys, be proud of where you're at. Be confident in knowing that there isn't a predetermined one-way map of how things should look or how they should be accomplished. Everyone is on their own journey, so it doesn't matter what someone else's journey looks like compared to yours. Lean into what makes you stand out and take solace in knowing that over time, you're going to learn, grow, evolve, and get better. Confidence is birthed out of taking risks. Stop laser focusing on what you don't know how to do and instead tap into your strengths. Be willing to do something before you feel ready for it. That's a skill, not a setback. It's called courage. And one last reminder here, you did not end up where you are by accident. I don't know if you know, but I'm here to tell you, you are not where you're at by accident. The time, energy, and effort that you have put toward your accomplishments is what got you here. You belong. So that's the first thing that you can do if you're struggling with imposter syndrome. Own it, lean into what makes you stand out, and know that growth is a process. The second thing that you can do if you are struggling with imposter syndrome is have your truth deck ready at all times. Okay, I am obsessed with this one. Maybe it's because one of my love languages is words of affirmation, but either way, let's talk about truth decks, what they are, how they work, all that good stuff. When you're in a spiraling moment of feeling inadequate or unworthy, it can be really tough to center yourself and take hold of your thoughts to redirect them. If you have your truth deck ready at all times, you can reach for it when you need it. So uh, let me explain what is in my truth deck. I have three things that make up my truth deck. So the first thing is I have a note in my phone, like literally in the notes app, nothing fancy with some of my favorite Bible verses that remind me of who I am in Christ. So if you didn't know, my faith is my foundation, and I know that my confidence comes from Jesus. Anytime I feel inadequate, he is the first place that I go. I go straight to his word. So I'm going to share two of my go-to verses with you. The first one is Isaiah 41.10, and it says, Do not fear, for I am with you. Do not anxiously look about you, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Surely I will help you. Surely I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Again, that's Isaiah 41.10. And then another one that I cling to when I am struggling with imposter syndrome is Proverbs 3.26. And it says, for the Lord will be your confidence and will keep your foot from being caught. Nice and simple, straight to the point. And again, that one's Proverbs 3.26. So uh, that is the first thing and the most important thing in my truth deck are Bible verses that remind me that my confidence is rooted in Christ. Now, if you're not a believer, you can just have quotes that really speak to you and that can be kind of the first piece of your truth deck. The second piece of my truth deck is a folder in my phone of scripts 
screenshots. So you know how like in the photo app, you can create folders within that. I have a folder called my why. Whenever I get an email, a DM, a podcast review, or a comment that just fires me up, I screenshot that baby and I pop it right in the folder. Or if a friend texts me an encouraging prayer or some solid words of advice, I screenshot that and it goes right in the folder. You guys, I've been doing this since 2012. So that's eight years. And it's really amazing to scroll through a folder filled with things that remind me who I am, whose I am, and why I do the work that I do. So that's the second piece that makes up my truth deck. Hey, I hope you're enjoying the episode so far. Did you know there's actually a way for you to give back to the show? If you become a Hustle Sanely BFF on Patreon, you get access to a planning page every month that you can't find in my shop. Not only that, but you also get an exclusive monthly podcast episode all about what books I'm reading and my takeaways. So kind of like a virtual book club. I got to take special care of my Hustle Sanely BFFs, you know? If you want in on that monthly bonus episode and the planning page, head on over to jessicamassey.com slash BFF to sign up. All right, let's get back into the show. And then the third and final piece that makes up the truth deck is having one to two people on call. These are people that no matter what, you can call or text them if you need some prayer or encouragement and you know that they are going to come through. So in my case, they are people that I trust, people that know my heart, people who want the best for me. But I always make sure when I call them in moments like this, when I'm struggling with them imposter syndrome, I let them know that I'm calling because I need affirmation in that moment, that I don't really want them to help me solve a problem and I don't really want advice, that I'm just needing some affirmation at that time. Let these people know that they are your hype squad when you're battling with imposter syndrome. I mean, think about it. If someone asked me to be like their on their hype squad to make sure that they don't struggle with imposter syndrome, I would be stoked as heck to do that for someone. So don't be scared to kind of get your family and your friends involved with this imposter syndrome situation. So those are the three pieces that make up a truth deck. Obviously, you can add more stuff that works for you, but I just wanted to share the three things that make up mine. And now really quick, I want to give you guys just like a little trigger warning. I'm going to talk about drowning for just a few seconds. So if that's not okay with you, fast forward just a few seconds. Um, Okay, so that should give people time to fast forward if they need to. But I view the things in our truth decks as a rescue buoy. So, you know, those little like round flotation devices that lifeguards toss into the pool if someone is struggling to stay above water. So those little buoys, they're not going to necessarily solve your problem and save you, but they're going to help you get to shore or to the edge of the pool or whatever. You have to grab a hold of the buoy and use it as a tool to help you get unstuck. Same with your truth deck. It's not necessarily going to solve your deep-rooted issue of lacking self-confidence, 
but it's going to give you something to hang on to as you work towards solving the deep-rooted issues that you have going on. Confidence is grown, not grabbed. You don't get to snatch it up one time and then have it forever. Being confident in yourself requires you to practice self-esteem boosting habits regularly. This is why I love my Hustle Sanely journal because it prompts me every single morning to recognize what I'm grateful for, how I'm feeling, a win from the previous day, and what's on my heart. Journaling is a tool that I use to grow my self-confidence. If you want to check out the journal that I use, you can head over to jessicamassey.com slash hustle sanely journal. Using this tool is a non-negotiable for me every single day, you guys. And I'll also link it in the show notes so you can find it there too. So again, the second thing that you can do if you're struggling with imposter syndrome is have your truth deck ready at all times. And side note, I would encourage you to create that now or whenever you're in a good headspace because it's going to be really hard to kind of whip that up on the fly, especially if you're kind of in the midst of struggling with an imposter syndrome episode. So girl, carve out some time in your week and build yourself a dang truth deck. All right, now on to number three. This is the third thing that you can do when you're struggling with imposter syndrome, and it is redirect your thought patterns. Now, we've talked about this probably 55 times on this show, and we're only like 28 episodes in, so that's saying something, but our thoughts create our reality. So if you're constantly thinking thoughts like, I'm not capable, or I can't do this, or I shouldn't be allowed to be here, then that that's how you're going to walk around living your life. You have to grab hold of those thoughts and refute them with truth. Prepare yourself as you enter into situations that you know might trigger imposter syndrome. Like if you're starting a new role at work or you're going back to grad school or you're taking on your first client as a business owner, when you're entering into situations like that, have these tools ready. When you're tempted to think things like, I don't know what I'm doing or I don't belong here, put your fist down, take that thought and shift it to something like, hey, it's normal to feel out of place when you start something new. I am willing to learn and grow to figure out what I don't know how to do yet. This is called having a growth mindset. Now, if you didn't know, I used to be a speech language pathology assistant at a school. I worked with students from grades one all the way up to grade 12. And we had a social skills curriculum that taught our students the difference between fixed mindset and growth mindset. And y'all, when I started at that school, I had never heard of this. So I got to learn about it too. And I wanted to share with you the difference between a fixed mindset and a growth mindset mindset right now. Okay, so a fixed mindset is when people believe their qualities like skill set, intelligence, talent, and success are what they are and they cannot be changed. And then on the flip side, growth mindset is when people believe that their skill set, intelligence, talent, and success have the capacity to grow and improve with time, effort, and experience. So I'm reading a book right now called Get Out of Your Own Head by Jenny Allen, and I've learned so much about capturing our thoughts and redirecting them. So if this is something that you need more 
more support in, I would highly recommend checking out her book. And side note, I am going to be breaking down my major takeaways from that book along with a few other ones for the May bonus episode over on Patreon for my Hustle Sanely BFFs. I am so stoked. You guys don't even know. So if you want to hear my major takeaways from that book along with a few others, make sure you head to jessicamassey.com slash hustle sanely BFF and get yourself signed up because I promise we are going to have so much fun over there. But I want to wrap things up with one of my favorite quotes from Marie Forleo's book that's called Everything is Figureoutable. So here's the quote. Everyone experiences this surge of self-doubt when moving beyond their comfort zone. This is a hallmark of progress, not a signal to stop. And that's from page 95 of her book. Again, the title is Everything is Figure Outable. All right, babes, that's it for today's episode. And just a little like insert here. Please know that if you do struggle with imposter syndrome, like hardcore, you do not have to handle it by yourself. Mental health professionals are trained to help you work through things just like this. So don't feel like you're, you can't reach out. Don't feel like it's not a big deal. If you need help, girl, get help. Therapy is a tool. I have a podcast episode all about my journey with going to therapy. But anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and I will talk to you next week. I so appreciate you tuning in to today's show. I hope that it blessed you right where you're at. If you did enjoy it, take a screenshot of the episode and share it on your Instagram story along with your biggest takeaway. Make sure you tag me at Jess M. Massey so I can see it and share it on my story too. Your feedback is such an encouragement to me and it helps the show more than you will ever know. If you want more Hustle Sanely in your life, head on over to jessicamassey.com. It's actually my favorite place to hang out online. I'll meet you right back here next week. And until then, keep hustling sanely.